He is a man on a mission. With a mandate to raise generational leaders. Called to set in order the things that are out of order. And to bring leadership development, human capacity building, and wealth creation to all. Welcome to Maximizing Destiny with Dr. Michael Hutton Wood from the House of Judah, the Leadership Factory, raising generational leaders, impacting the nations. And now, here is Dr. Michael Hutton Wood. Come on, go ahead and give him thanks. Bless him, honor him, glorify him. He is the reason why we are alive and well. Father, we thank you. Speak to us one more time. We have entered your gates with thanksgiving in our hearts. We have entered your courts with praise. This is the day that the Lord has made. We shall rejoice and be glad in it. Breathe upon your word and let it come forth with precision, with accuracy, back with power. Let somebody's life be transformed and, transformed and catapulted to where they really ought to be. Thank you, Father. Welcome you, Holy Spirit, in Jesus' name. Amen. Please be seated. I'd like to welcome everyone watching online right now across the nations of the earth. I want to welcome our happy family as well. Glory to God, glory to God, glory to God, glory to God. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. This is our month of preparing and planning for our future and planning for the next year. Planning for 2021 or whichever year you are watching, the same principle applies. 2022 or 2030. The laws apply the same. So, we've been looking at planning and taking hold of your future. The future is planned for. The future is taking hold of. And our key scripture was Jeremiah 29 verse 11 where God himself speaking said, I know the thoughts that I have concerning you, thoughts of good and not of evil, and to bring you to unexpected end. So, God has plans for us. And then when you read 1 Corinthians 2, 9, it says, I have not seen, ear hath not heard what the Lord has prepared. So God is a preparer. And God is a planner. So if our Father is a preparer and our Father is a planner, then we must also be preparers and planners. Now your purpose is your assignment on earth. Your destiny is where you are going. What you are destined for. Your destination. Which is in line with your purpose. Your purpose is why you are here. And your destiny is where you are going. And we mentioned that when you rob a man of his destiny, you rob him of his future. When you rob a man of his destiny, you destroy his desire for living. And absence of destiny is a source of depression. And suicidal tendencies and lack of fulfillment in life. So, 
we continued last week by looking at the nine D's of destiny. The nine D's of destiny. In other words, what are the nine D's that I need to engage to be able to fulfill destiny, to arrive at my destination, my, my profession, my career, my spiritual life, my family, my marriage, my finances, my health. There are things you must do. Things don't just happen. There are things you must do. So we looked at two last week, so we want to attempt to finish this, this today. Number one, first of all, you need to discover your destiny. The greatest tragedy in life is to be alive and not know why you are alive. So you need to discover your destiny. You need to discover your purpose. You need to discover your assignment. And you need to discover where you are going. If you don't know where you are going, everywhere is a destination. If you don't set targets, you don't set goals, you arrive at the end of the year and you haven't achieved the goals that you set, that is, if you don't pursue it or you did not set any goals. So, first of all, discover your destiny, discover your purpose, discover where you are going and discover how to get there. We'll come to that in a minute. Number two, decide for your destiny. It's not enough to discover it. You must decide, make a decision for your destiny. Make a decision, this is what I'm going to do. And once you make that decision, then it motivates you to find ways and means of getting there. So, discover your destiny. Decide for your destiny. Decide, make a decision for your assignment. Make a decision for your purpose. Number three is where we continue today. Deliberately chart your destiny. Nine Ds. Nine Ds. Of destiny. It applies in your spiritual life, in your family life, in your career. And it's a principle which does not respect religion. Does not respect grace. Anybody who applies these principles, despite their religion, their background, their creed, their age, their sex, it doesn't matter. Once you apply, it is a life is about, life is made up of, life is um, governed by laws. And when you obey the laws, whether you are whoever you are, whether you are Christian or non-Christian, life is made of, of laws. Like one of the laws is Genesis 8.22. As long as this earth remains, seed, giving, time, period, harvest shall never see. So, whether you are Buddhist or is a Rosicrucian or Christian or Pentecostal, Charismatic, Catholic, Anglican, heathen, Methodist, atheist. Once you give, you receive. You can be a Christian. If you don't give, you won't receive. It's a law. If you don't tithe, the devourer will not be rebuked for your sake. So, whether COVID or non-COVID, it doesn't matter. The laws are there to be obeyed for you to see your breakthrough. So, these are laws that govern the earth, <laughs> except you have left here. So, deliberately chart your future. My financial destiny is not in anybody's hand, dead, born, or yet to be born. I have no financial relationship with any human being. None whatsoever. No, not my members, not friends, not mentors. I have no financial relationship with nobody. I have only one financial relationship with God and the book. And the book. Your financial destiny is not in the hands of anybody. 
don't develop financial relationships with anybody, so when they cannot fulfill their part of their bargain or their agreement, you get upset. Life is too serious to be upset every day because you put your financial desk. There's no man born dead or nobody. You know, that day transformed my life. The day I read Abraham say, it shall never be said that you made me rich. It, it, it's, it's not going to happen. It's not happening. So, that's a decision I made 20 years or so ago. So, my financial destiny is not in the hands of anybody. And you have to learn to catch it quickly. Quickly, quickly, quickly. Shout amen. You deliberately chart your future. It's a chart. You chart it like a, it's a chart train. You know, when you look the the map of the, the tube, you've got chart in London line. Uh, what? Northern line. Central line. Victoria. Charted. You see how Britain has organized their houses. Charted. Not Ghana. Where people can build houses on a place that is designated for a road. Or the river, where the river should pass through, they have built a mansion there. And nobody can say anything and do anything about it. That's not charting. So when it rains, every summer, we celebrate flood. No charting, no national vision, no national destiny. No national vision. And it's the same with our lives. Some of us are building houses where roads should be in our life. Instead of giving, we are praying. Instead of planning, we are fasting. Like the unique women told us yesterday. Everybody needs to go and watch that, 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 that. Yesterday's lunch hour with high achiever. Everybody, especially all the women hearing me on the platform, you need to go and watch this thing. Deliberately chart. I deliberately charted the financial destiny of my family. They can never be poor. It, it can't happen with nobody's help. Nobody. You give, fine. You don't give, no problem. I have to chart my finance, the financial destiny. And you must do the same. So whether people give to you, help you or don't help you, you have charted it. You are not assuming you will be rich. You know how to chart your wealth, uh, your wealthy life. Am I helping somebody here? Whenever I'm emphasizing sometimes there's somebody who needs it. If it was, I was just preaching to the members in here, I'll say to the black folk, but we are preaching to everyone, so somebody needs it, whether white or green, blue or yellow or red. Look at your neighbor and say, deliberately chart your future. Don't wait for me. Now, deliberate charting your future I means take deliberate steps. The steps of a good man. Not the lift or elevator of a good man. In the law of success, in the school of success, the elevators are out of order. There's no lift to success. There's no elevator to success. Steps. Steps. Deliberately chart your future. Deliberately. Chart it, chart it, chart it. When I decided I'm going to, I want to be prosperous, so I said I'm going to start tithing gross. Gross, that's before tax 
and before national insurance. I deliberately, I was so poor, the poor called me poor. I discovered from Kenneth Copeland, John Avanzini, I'm charting my financial destiny, said tithing gross, before taxes, before NI, before everything. So I started, charted, charted. My wife saw the results and then she joined. Gross. You want gross, you, you want to chart a gross financial destiny. You don't tithe on net. No. Am I preaching or am I preaching? <laughs> Chat it. The steps of a good man are ordered. Listen to Jim Rohn, the motivator. I used to say, I sure hope things will change. Then I learned that the only way things are going to change is when I change. Change don't just happen. If you had seen me years ago and God told you I'll be your pastor, you would have said, God, you can do better. I decided to chart my destiny. That's why today I'm presentable to you. And you want to listen to me. Life is what you make it. Every sustained, progressive, successful move of person and organization has changed as an obsession, as an addiction. As a habit, as a lifestyle, as a behavior. One constant in the life of progressives is the word change. And change for the better, not change backward. Change is hard to live with, but impossible to live without. I'm talking about deliberately, you need to, you need to, um, what's the word? You need to be harder on yourself than on anybody else if you want to succeed in life. You need to be harder, harder. Harder. I push myself. I push. I push. Am I preaching? A leader and an achiever always says, if it's going to be, it's up to me, not somebody else. Bernard Berenson said, would that, listen to this one, would that I could stand on a busy Hats in hand and beg people to throw me all their wasted hours. I wish I could stand on the corner, on a busy corner with hats in hand to ask people to throw me all their wasted hours. In life, you are either wasting time, marking time, or investing time. Thomas Edison said, When I have, fi- listen to this, when I have finally decided. <laughs> That a matter is worth getting. I go ahead on it and make trial after trial until it comes. Some people start once, then they fail. Twice, then they fail. Ah, it's not working. I'm engaged in something at the moment, some, something. Investment, something. And then they said, I should do this at this time. So I did it. Then something, then I did it at this time. And I just kept doing it. Trial after trial. And I saw some results yesterday. Trial after trial. Like yesterday we heard about stock shares. It's not gambling. You get in there deliberately and to go the long haul, not to try it once, and then you say, it's not working. They have cheated me again. Now you, you, you wait till 2021. I'll teach you some things. Even December. I've got some stuff for you. Some secrets that have worked for me for 20 years. I'm teaching that for all the four Sundays. 
in December. My secrets. Bishop's secrets. Ay, 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 Burn the midnight oil. Deli- Look at your name and say, deliberately charge your future. Don't wait for your wife. Don't wait for your husband. Don't wait for your friends. Don't wait for your relatives. Number four, determine to pursue destiny. Nine D's of destiny. Determine. It's not enough to discover. It's not enough to decide. It's not enough to deliberately chat. You must determine to pursue destiny. Joshua 3.5 And Joshua said unto the people, Sanctify yourself, for tomorrow the Lord will do wonders among you. The widow was told, Go into your house, lock the door, and pour the oil. And pay your debts and leave off the rest. You go into, if you want to succeed, you must deliberately be determined to go into hiding. Set yourself apart for your assignment. Sanctify yourself. For tomorrow, I want to do something with you. But your tomorrow will be determined by your today. Sanctify yourself. Separate yourself for your assignment. Your sanctification, your separation today will determine your one death tomorrow. What you do today will determine what the Lord will do among you tomorrow. Today, look at the neighbor and say, today is very crucial for tomorrow. Martha Washington said, I am still determined to be cheerful and happy. In whatever situation I may be, I may be. For I have learned from experience. That greater part of our happiness or misery depends upon our dispositions and not upon circumstances. I have learned from experience that the greater part of our happiness or misery depends upon our dispositions. The word disposition is makeup, nature, temperament, positioning. Your happiness is not based on your wife or your husband or your children. Your happiness is determined by you. You are not making me happy. Since I married you, you are not making me happy. You know something. You know something. (laughs) If you are waiting for me to make you happy, do you know what they themselves are dealing with? They should make you happy. Charlie, go and find something to do. <laughs> are you clapping? I know I'm blessing you. You go, go, go and find something to do. <laughs> Somebody should make. Can you imagine Bishop waiting? God be real with me for you. Can you imagine? Me waiting for people to make me happy. Ah. <laughs> ah yeah, 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 yeah. Pastoring for 25 years has taught me a lot. Recently in the lockdown, I called my mentor and said, This lockdown. This lockdown is taught me things about people. This this is you know my mentor, Akotoba. This this lockdown. One of the last questions I ask people when I'm interviewing them, if there's time, is what lessons have you learned from the lockdown? This lockdown is taught us, especially pastors. We've learned things about people, members, 
fellow ministers, life, power. This lockdown. I think we need to write a collective book. Lessons from the... I'm sure all of you, including those watching, you have learned some lessons from this lockdown from your, your, your relatives and everybody. Anybody who has not learned any serious lessons from this lockdown is dead. And those lessons are not supposed to make you bitter. It's supposed to make you wiser and to determinately, deliberately chart your future without waiting for anybody. If you don't clap, I will do something to you even though I can't see you. No, 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 no. <laughs> no. Years ago, I was so poor. When Christmas is coming, one day, when I first married, the first year, listen to this. My wife told me this this week. When we first got married, we were so poor. My wife was used to, was used to Christmas trees, December Christmas trees in Ghana. Then that year, she said she wants Christmas trees. I said, no, no, no. <laughs> I have no money for Christmas trees. She started crying. She just, I forgot. She started crying. So I found a way. I don't know where I got the money from. For some strange reason, one day I came back home. She said, I came with a tree. What am I saying? You better chart your future. We can't have this. We can't have that. Even tree too. I married you. You can't even provide a tree. And you're wondering why I deliberately charted my financial destiny. You're going to be kidding You've got to be kidding. Seriously. No, 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 no. No. I said that actually to say, I was so poor that I couldn't afford a Christmas tree. But today, I'm asking my family, calling them and asking, what do you want for Christmas this year? I haven't put a label on it. I said, what do you want? I'm sure they'll be wise about it. They'll have mercy on me. But at least I have the ability, because I can hear some of you say, ah, <laughs> we are coming, we are coming. Free! I can just see some of my members here. We are part of your children. We are part of your children. I am, after the service, I can hear some of you say, call me dad, dad. Now I'm dad, though. <laughs> Come on, scream and shout and make some noise. Glory to Jesus. Once you come to a place where now you are asking them what you want for Christmas, that shows that you deliberately charted your future. You were determined. Things must change. Things must change. I must be able to afford a Christmas tree. You have to make a decision. In every seed is a forest. And in every follower is a leader. Leaders are not born, but Leaders Are Raised is an insightful book by one of the leading authorities on leadership, Bishop Dr. Michael Huttonwood. People are not disadvantaged, they are just ignorant. Shows you some of the steps and qualitative processes involved in how leaders evolve through nurture and development. Leaders are not born, millionaires are not born, wealthy people are not born, they are made. You become what you want to be by the choices you make in life. You are not born rich. I mean, from your mother's womb, on your face, rich. System, rich. You may have been born to rich parents, but you were not born rich on your face. You became rich by things you did, or became poor by the things you did or did not do. You see, it's all about choices. Live here and start making some changes. What kind of future do you see? Paint your pictures.
on the scriptures. Pick your future. What kind of business do you want? Ordinary business, like everybody else, or the one that people travel far and near to look for. Leaders are not born, but leaders are raised in an insightful book by Bishop Dr. Michael Huttonwood. Available in paperback and on Kindle. Please call 0208-689-6010 or visit www.houseofjudah.org.uk to order your copy today.